Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before we get this podcast started, I wanted to give a shout out to the guys over at Fight Matrix. Fight Matrix runs free projections on each UFC fight, so you can see how they uh, will predict your favorite fighter will do. They also encourage people on their blog to gamble online for fun or profit, so you know they'd be thrilled with DJs using their tools to make informed wagers. They certainly wouldn't be the kind of guys that claim you should gamble in public and then say exactly the opposite in private. Fight Matrix DJs. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday, and I'm hanging out with James. What's going on, James? I'm uh, going very well, thank you. How about yourself, Arch? Hey, I can't complain. Can't complain at all. <laughs> so, we're going to talk a little UFC, huh? Yeah, um, I've had just over a week off, so, you know, we're back on Saturday night. Uh, new venue, so it should be good. Good, good, good. So, yeah, man, nothing's happening much here the the lockdown is slowly being lifted so that's good news we're getting more ufc we're they're talking about uh baseball they're talking about nhl so things might start returning to some semblance of normal normalcy what about you uh premier league going yeah the premier league's back oh june the 17th mm. so as an englishman <laughs> it's good to have football back as well yeah unfortunately we won't have the pubs and the bars etc to watch the football but it's still nice to have some sort of um sports back in the uk right now now would you call yourself a hooligan is that is that the right terminology <laughs> i'm a passionate fan i wouldn't call myself a hooligan okay. you know go to the away days and start trouble start throwing pyros and right, stuff right. like that <laughs> do, do you sneak batteries in with you when you go to see a soccer game to throw people? <laughs> um it depends who we're playing oh, okay <laughs> gotcha gotcha just just wanted to get a picture here <laughs> all right yeah yeah we're here to talk ufc so i don't know how you want to approach it i usually like talking about the main fight is that where you want to start? Yeah, I 
you know, like going from the main card onward, um, downwards. So start from the top, work our way down. Let's if do that's it. all right with you. That's yeah? fine by me. So obviously the main event, Saturday night, Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. Um, this is Woodley's first fight since his defeat to Woosman. And I'm looking at the betting sort of line here and obviously Woodley's more Woodley's the favourite coming into it, to say the least. I'm not sure what it's like with you over there. Yeah, um it's a tough one because obviously since Woodley lost the title to Woosman, you know, he's always said that he wanted to to defend the belt until he retired, but obviously now that he's lost it, he's gonna have to go the long way back, so to speak. This is his comeback fight. Um he hasn't fought since Woodley, so that was about early last year in 2019. Mm. So it depends. Okay. It depends what Woodley shows up because he said from the fight afterwards with Usman, he was battling with depression. He had so many, you know, personal issues, and obviously, like I said, this is his comeback fight. So it be and, and it's against a guy who is very tough. He's very well rounded, and he's um, a tough matchup for anyone in that welterweight division right now. Mm. Um, He's on a three-fight win streak, Gilbert Burns. Uh, he's such a versatile fighter. I think he's got such a a huge uh, jiu-jitsu ground, um, sort of background. And um, there's sort of a clash of matchups in his last fight with Damian Meyer, both heavily jiu-jitsu artists, um, you know, both good on the ground. So it sort of came to who was better on the feet. And um, on the day... Burns TKO'd him and early on in the first round, so it sh- sort of showed that he had the um, obviously the advantage then on the feet. However, against a guy like Woodley, I don't think he should be using his sort of striking game against a guy like Woodley because he's a dangerous fighter and he's also a great striker himself. Um, I think Burns' best chance is on the ground. However, I don't think he's got the sort of wrestling ability like Usman, so I think Woodley might have some... I think Woodley's got the edge in this one. I think he has the ability to deal with um, Burns' takedown defence and sort of look to take it... Um, stand, look to take the fight standing. Um, and in that case, I think Woodley has the, the possibility to knock um, Gilbert Burns out in this one. Oh, wow. You're calling for a knockout. Yeah, I think Woodley will finish the fight. I mean, saying that, it depends what, like I said, what Woodley shows up. If we're still seeing like the Woodley in his previous fight and obviously hasn't fought since then, if he says he's been training and he's wanting to get back to winning ways and wants to to regain the belt, then I see him um, comfortably finishing Burns off in this fight. Hmm. Okay, but like I said, Burns Burns is a tough matchup for anyone in that division right now. But I think Woodley has the skill set to beat a guy like Burns and sort of neutralize his jujitsu and wrestling uh, ground game. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, it kind of opened up like almost a, a curve, I guess I'll say. Woodley opened up minus one sixty, and then last night yeah. when we were checking it, it was minus one eighty. So it just got twenty cents worse for him, and now it's kind of broken back the other way. Overnight, apparently, people were coming in on Burns because he's only minus one seventy two now. So, is it? Is, would you be willing to throw down one hundred and seventy two to win a hundred on Woodley? Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. It is. It, it, it certainly is. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I do see 
Woodley winning this one uh, comfortably. I don't know, okay. but Burns Burns could shock a fair few. I think from what I've seen recently, I don't know what um, what it's like on your side, but people over in the UK are starting to just to put a cheeky ten or so on uh, Gilbert Burns because, like I said, he does have the ability. Um, he's like I said, he's a bad matchup for everyone. He's a um, he's well rounded in that sort of aspect yeah. in terms of his jiu-jitsu his standing uh, boxing sort of uh, striking matchup isn't the best but if he takes a fight to the floor who knows what he could do like, and um, like I said so many people have started to you know stick a cheeky 5 or a 10 on Burns you know he's not one to rule out but like I said I do see Woodley winning this one yeah. and I think the odds have certainly sat in his favour yeah, no, and I'm looking at Fight Matrix, the guys that run all those projections on UFC fighters. They all have Woodley winning, but maybe by yeah, it's a little bit too close to to fork down that kind of money on him. Yeah, I mean, there's so many ways in which both fighters can win. There's not really nothing really stands out in that sort of department. You know, you, if you're going to put money on, it's going to be if, like I said, if you do put money on. Woodley or Burns to win. There's not really an outstanding favorite in the way he's going to do it. Yeah. Or either fighter and okay. how they're going to do it. So gotcha. I think it's just a cheeky pun. Uh, I think they're just going to guess with this one, but <laughs> I think Woodley finishes the fight personally. Yeah. You saw that it's looking like it's going to go under the three and a half rounds. Mm. Uh, it, it, that's when the, the, the money lines shift over one and a half rounds, minus two seventy five. over, Two and a half rounds minus one thirty-five over three and a half rounds is an even plus one hundred. So it looks like that's kind of where Vegas is thinking there might be troubles at that three and a half round mark. Hmm. It sort of, like I said, depends on which Woodley shows up. I yeah. mean, he has the explosiveness and the ability to get it, get it done early. But if Burns is going to frustrate him, take it to the floor, then that's when we could sort of mm-hmm. see a five-round fight. But. I'd, Personally, I just don't think it goes the full distance. Does King. Okay. All right. All right. What else are you looking at? Uh, The second fight between, uh, probably going to butcher this one, uh, Blagoy Ivanov versus Augusto Saki. Okay. Um, Essentially, so to speak, uh, Ivanov came into the UFC, you know, he had a good background, he had a good record. um, But now he's sort of seen as a. a gatekeeper for the contend for the heavyweight contenders. Mm-hmm. He had his shot with Junior De Santos in his debut, lost, and then recently with Derek Lewis, lost. But obviously picked up wins over Ty Tuivas and Ben Rothwell. So he sort of he sort of lies in and around the top ten, top fifteen sort of um, area. And if he improves his sort of um, ability, then he could potentially see his um, work up the rankings but personally as of right now he's like a gate gateway for any other contenders looking to push into the top 10 sort of spot and Augusto Saki is on a, a very good streak at the moment he's won his last three fights he's a he's a literally he's a dangerous fighter he's a um, sort of a Finnish artist uh, 11 of his 14 wins have come via a form of knockout. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a close one. I see it going the distance because uh, Blagoy is sort of he's sharp on the counter, but I think Saki's got more of the, the power and the ability to land and uh, cause some trouble for Blagoy. Um, 
coming into the UFC, Blagoy had the sort of wrestling and the um, ground game uh, aspect and the ability in his game. He, you know, he's good in that. But when he doesn't really tend to use it, it's more it's in his back pocket really, and he'll just use it whenever he can. And against a guy like Saki, I don't think he should be using his striking skills to try and win the fight. I think he's going to have to pull out his wrestling game out of his back pocket and um, look to secure the takedown and try and frustrate Saki on the floor. Okay, okay. So what do you think? Give me, give me, give me um, a winner. Give me a winner, James. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, it's a tough one. Uh, I'm going for a Saki via decision. Oh, no shit. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the um, the bets are saying, but if Ivanov can, you know, frustrate him on the floor, then he could look to win the decision that way, or potentially look for a finish on the floor. But if it's standing up, and um, like I said, Saki has the edge over Ivanov in terms of the striking. You know, um, he's good with his jabs. He doesn't like to push forward and look to unload because that's when it plays into Ivanov's hands but I see Saki win this by decision <laughs> judging by your reaction I think the um, odds of no 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 this is oh, this is a really, yeah this is a real tough one this is a coin yeah. flip uh, Ivanov is minus 105 Saki is plus, minus 107 so it's razor, it's razor thin in there <laughs> yeah 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 the implied probability of one is 51.22 and for Saki, yeah. it's 51.69. So <laughs> take your pick. You go either way. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> now, the, I just want to point out the guys over at Fight Matrix, their ELO rating, their ELO modded, and their uh, G rating all have Ivanov winning pretty easily 60%, 68%, 76%. So that's that's interesting right there. Um, if Ivanov uses his wrestling ability and sort of stays out of punching, striking range, of Asaki, then um, he could win by a decision. I, you know, like I said, um, he really does need to focus on his ground game in this fight because Saki is a knockout artist. And if he gets caught out easily, Ivanov, I don't know if he's got the ability to withstand his power throughout the whole 15 minutes. Like I said, if he does bring out his wrestling game, Ivanov, then he could edge it a bit. Yeah. I think it goes to full 15, but it's, like you said, it's a razor sharp. Um, yeah. it's it's fifty fifty. No yeah. one knows where it's going to go. I like it though. I like it. You take Saki. I like it. Um, <laughs> any chance? Any chance that it doesn't go the distance? Because it's it's minus three thirty seven to go over one and a half. It's minus one eighty eight to go o over two and a half. So we could get a little value by saying it might go under those amount of rounds, like in plus two forty, plus one thirty seven. Any chance? Any chance it goes under? Uh, either fighter does have the ability to finish the fight. Um, Ivanov has got such a versatile uh, record, you know, six of his wins knockout, six via submission, six via decision. So he has the, he's got the, he's got the um, ability, the versatile ability to sort of submit Saki, could look for a ground and pound on the floor via TKO on the floor, via that sort of aspect. Saki could literally go guns blazing in round one and just, finishing them but you, you don't think that's going to happen i don't think i don't think it's yeah. going to happen personally okay but you know if you're feeling lucky and you want to stick money on either fight to finish it early or finish it 
into rounds one or two, you know, go for it. Okay. It's 50-50. Oh, yeah. All right. So what else is jumping out at you? Um, the next one, Billy Quarantillo, uh, uh, Quarantillo versus Spike Carlisle. This yes. is this is a bit of a tough one. Um, from what I'm looking at, uh, Billy's the favorite going into this. Yes, he was he opened gonna... up a pretty he opened up a pretty solid favorite, but he's been sliding <laughs> back the whole time. Like, uh, doesn't look like anybody's really backing him. No, so, I'm, yeah. that's why I'm going for Spike Carlisle on this one. Mm. I'm going for. <laughs> A first round TKO for Carlisle. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, like I said, I looked at the sheet last night and I saw going into it, uh, Billy was not a heavy. Well, he was a favourite, not heavily, but it's starting to decrease now. Um, Spike is nine and one in the US, um, nine and one overall. He's on a four fight winning streak. Two of those have come by a form of knockout in the first round he's such a dangerous fighter um you know he's very unpredictable and i think obviously billy's the more experienced fighter he's fought for for a long time now um i think billy Quantillo has the um the ability to sort of withstand spike's pressure with regards to that i think spike He's more of a um, he's more of a technical grappler. Um, he can take the game to well, take the fight to the floor. He's a comfortable striker as well, so um, he's comfortable in any sort of aspects. He can do pretty much anything really. Um, with that being said, <sighs> it's a tough night at the office for Billy. I think. Um, like I said, Billy, well, Spike's going to take this one by a first round TKO. Yeah. Um, well, Spike's average fight time, average fight time is a minute 25. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, like I said, Billy's got the more sort of experienced background, but Spike's more of the versatile fighter. He can change it up, take the flight, fight to the floor. He's a technically gifted grappler and his striking ability is great, but... I think many were favoring um, Billy early on, but now it's sort of shifting towards yeah. Spike's favor. Um, you can't uh, overestimate Carlisle. I think he's such a good gifted fighter. He's 27. He's more of an up-and-coming fighter. I think he's got this one. Uh, but Billy's going to be a tough test for him. But I think if he, you know, unloads his striking skill early on or takes it to the floor, then I think he it'll be a, a good day at the office for Spike. Right. Yeah, I mean, they opened up the line uh, for Billy, and it's just gotten it's gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. It's just it's a straight it's a straight decline. It looks like everybody's stock portfolio right now, just going down and down and down and down. So yeah, it looks like looks like everybody likes a piece of Spike. That's for sure. And to your point, uh, over one and a half rounds, minus one seventy five. Okay. But over two and a half rounds, plus 120. So they definitely don't think it's going the distance in Vegas either. No, I don't think it's just going the distance either. I think it's just going to be an early finish yeah. for Spike. But right. yeah, I, I see it. someone finishing someone. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump on that under one and a half rounds for sure. Plus 125. Nice little payout mm-hmm. right there. Cool. Yeah. All right. What else are we looking at, James? 
Uh, Roosevelt Roberts versus Brock Weaver. Oh, this um, is going to be a close matchup, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this is uh, very close. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm going no. for Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just looking at it now, it started off minus 280 for Roberts, didn't it? And then it's yeah. just... <laughs> gone way up in his favor. Yeah, yeah. It's minus uh, 327 as of last night, and it's, it's yeah, minus 342 right now. It's gotten even worse. It's got 20 cents worse since last night. <laughs> no one gives Brock a chance in this Not one. Not a chance. The it, so uh, the question <laughs> is, is there a chance? I mean, really? Uh, on paper, no, okay. but um, there is a possibility they could, I think, well, based on that, it's sort of his experience in the uh, cage, which may help him in that sort of factor. Roosevelt's 9-1. I think he's more of an up-and-coming fighter uh, in the lightweight division. Um, it's going to be a good one, I think. Um, I like the looks of Roberts. Yeah. He is coming off of a victory over Yakolev um, last November. And um, I think he's got such a versatile sort of record, you know, three of his um, wins have come via T- uh, TKO, four via submission and two decision wins. But um, I think this one will go full 15. I think Roberts has a good Muay Thai striking sort of background. You know, he'll look to use his range to keep his opponents away and sort of jab away on um, Brock Weaver. I just, I t- he may look to you know, take the fight to the floor and just sort of control Weaver on the mat, uh, mm. sort of by, you know, in that sort of way. But <clears throat> fundamentally, I think he's so um, versatile. Yeah. Roberts, you know, he's got good boxing, he's got good kickboxing, you know, he likes to throw in anything like such as elbows and knees. So I, I, I fancy Roberts in this one. I'm going for a decision. Okay. I don't know what Vegas is saying though. It's looking like uh, it's looking like decision here too. Over one and a half rounds, minus three thirty four. So that's it looks like there's no chance it's go, it's going to end early. Um, over two no. and a half rounds, minus one eighty eight. So they're they're looking like they're looking like decision here as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I say this because uh, you know Roosevelt's the. Um, Heavy favorite going into this one. It's not even close. No, he's one, the sounds of the, of it. he's one of the biggest favorites. Uh, Fight Matrix again. <laughs> it's got Roberts winning every single category. ELO, modded, G rating. But none of them really justify, except for that G rating, there's justify laying $342 down to win 100 <laughs> It's probably not a bet I want to make. <laughs> All right. What else is on the board? Um, this is the... Um, Sort of the first fight in the main card, Mackenzie Dern versus Hannes uh, Cyphers. Yeah, another one, another massive. Another, yeah, favorite. another close one in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, uh, obviously Mackenzie's a huge, huge, huge favor, and it's just going up and up and up and up in her favor. Um, like I said, she's a heavy favorite in this one. She's seven and one. I thought. Going into the UFC, she made her debut a couple of years ago, but she took maternity leave, had a daughter, so she's sort of making her way back into the UFC and the fight game. Um, she was sort of the hype train when she first joined the UFC. Uh, she's undefeated. I think she lost her recent fight, so 
the hype train sort of derailed a bit. Um, but this is a big sort of fight for Mackenzie to get back on the winning column and sort of get herself back in amongst the rankings in the women's short division. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to put Cyphers away. She's very tough. But Dern has got such a good ground game. It's ridiculous. Um, Cyphers is going to try and keep the fight standing and sort of finish uh, Mackenzie in terms of... Uh, she's going to try and knock her out. But I, I don't see the fight standing at all. I think Mackenzie's just going to look from minute one to take the fight to the ground and look to submit her. <clears throat> because her takedown accuracy is second to none. Um, she's got the... She ticks all the boxes in terms of the advantage. I think, like I said, if it goes to the floor, Cyphers is in big trouble because her defense on the sort of map isn't really the greatest. Okay. Well, she's minus 403. <laughs> <laughs> so it's only getting bigger. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's gotten terrible. It's it's the second biggest <laughs> shift, it looks like, on the board next to Roberts. But, man, yeah, yeah. she's the favorite. She's the dominant favorite. She's 80% chance to win, according to Vegas. Uh, fight, <laughs> fight Matrix has her winning, but not near 80%. We're talking like 55, 59, 59. So mm. not that big. I, I, um, I, I don't think I can lay $400 down on her, though, James. Uh, really 400 to win one come on now you need <laughs> you need sex panther here to get you yeah, to, to back that kind of play <laughs> no um yeah i i she's like i said she's a heavy favorite um yeah. i see her either submitting her in the second round or controlling the fight on the floor for 415 and taking it by decision but yeah she's such a heavy favorite i think everyone's just been on mackenzie dern so it's easy money. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Famous last words there. You be careful. You guys yeah, be careful. Yeah, don't jinx that. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't want to jinx it. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, the totals in this one. Uh, over one and a half rounds, minus 163. Over two and a half rounds, plus 125. So it looks like Vegas is not thinking this is going to be a, not going to be a, you know, a, a fight that goes the distance. This is no. No. No, yeah, she could finish it. On the in the well early on in the second round, I say by a submission. If she just keeps getting ciphers to the floor and working her ground game skills in that sort of aspect, she could look for the finish. But yeah, I, I like I said, I'm going for a decision, but I wouldn't be surprised to see her get it done in round two via a submission. Now this is a uh, a tough one. Um, obviously, you've got Kaylin Chigugian versus Antonina Shevchenko, but I'm gonna. Just briefly touch upon uh, Jamala Hill versus Clinton Abru. This, um, obviously, Abru is the underdog going into it. Um, so I'm sort of leaning towards Abru in this sort of aspect. This is probably going to shock a few because um, Hill's under, he's 7 0. Um, he, you know, he's, like I said, he's undefeated. He's. He's a tough matchup for Abru, but I think Abru, if he uses his heavy takedown ability just to take the fight to the floor, doesn't get caught up in um, Hill's sort of striking range, then I see him taking this on via submission because Hill can be a bit sloppy. You know, he can, he is at risk for the uh, choke or the submission or, you know, if, if it goes to the floor. 
that's where it's played into Abu's hands. So it is, it's, this was a tough one. This is a close because um, many early on favoured Hill, but it's sort of decreasing a bit. And I think a few are starting to put their money towards an upset in Abu. Yeah, no, no. If if you're gonna bet this one, you probably want to jump on it pretty soon because Abreu mm. opened up my, a plus one, th- th- uh, hey, a pl- plus <laughs> one thirty. He's plus one oh eight now, so it's a twenty two cent shift down. It's getting worse for mm. him. It's getting better for Hill. He'll open up minus one fifty. It's minus one twenty two now. So it looks like we're gonna guess that the sharps are jumping on Abreu and driving the price down. Yeah, you know, if you want a sick cheeky couple yeah. of dollars or however much you want to bet on uh, Abu, don't be surprised if he takes this one because like I said, many are favoring yeah. well I say many, few are favoring here on this one because he's seven and no. Yeah. I'm but, look- um yeah. No, I'm yeah. looking at the uh, fight matrix guys. Sixty percent, sixty three percent and seventy five percent respectively, all on Abreu to win the fight. Mm. So Wow, it looks like yeah, it looks like this could be a an Abreu upset. Yeah, this is a close one like like you said, it this it could be an upset. Because early on, many people favoured Hill, but it's it's fifty fifty. Many are sort of leaning towards uh, Brunel, so I wouldn't be surprised if he takes this by early submission. Let's do it. I like that. <laughs> See, we can get behind this, James. I only have to put a hundred dollars down to make money, as opposed to four hundred and three dollars. <laughs> I'm putting a hundred dollars down, and I'm making more than a four hundred dollar bet. Okay. What what else? Um, we'll go. We'll go back to the um, final fight in the prelims: uh, Chikugian versus Antonina Shevchenko. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Shevchenko. She's the um, older sister of Valentina, who, if you know, she's just such a phenomenal athlete. She's a champion. Looks like no one can defeat her. Um, so Chikugian, she's fought for the belt. She lost to Shevchenko, so this is sort of a um, way to get back in the title mix. Um, she will sort of she has the one inch reach, uh, one inch height over Shevchenko, and has the reach over Shevchenko. But um, Shevchenko, she's not like her sister. However, she is mm-hmm. really, really, really good. Okay. She's eight and one. Um, she's got such a good sort of well-round versatile game I think um, if he goes you know fight if Shevchenko wants to take the fight um, it's, it's for the clinch and sort of changes the levels by then um, it sort of plays into her hands I think Shevchenko would successfully mix up her game against a guy like uh, against a woman like Chikugian <laughs> Um, I see her taking this one very unanimous decision. I think this one goes a distance because it's, it's going to be a tough one for Chikugian. Um And I think Shevchenko is the favourite going into this one. Um, but it's sort of, I don't know what it's like now, but I think it's sort of decreasing a bit. But yeah, Shevchenko is still the favourite. It's decreasing a bit. Shevchenko opened up minus 160, minus 130 now. Uh, Caitlin... Caitlin, let's just say that. I'm looking at that name. We'll just say Caitlin. Plus 140. Yeah. <laughs> she's plus 115 now. So she's gotten 25 cents worth worse. Shashenko's gotten 30 cents better. So looks like people are taking a little flyer on Caitlin here. Yeah, she's got the um, striking sort of ability to be a, guy, uh, a woman like Shashenko. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't. 
obviously, I wouldn't not bet against Shevchenko. I mean, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a close one, but um, if you're looking to put money on someone, I'm putting on a Antonina. But however, if Shevchenko, you know, is within kicking range of Caitlin and sort of striking distance, and she's going to cause a lot of problems for Antonina, um, she could finish the fight, and that's one to put your money on. But like I said, I see Antonina winning this one by decision. Okay. Well, that makes sense. She's still a favorite. The guys over Fight Matrix have got Caitlin winning on all their categories. So that's interesting. 75%, 71%, 70%. So that's interesting over there. They, they, they're they're liking the underdog there. So we'll, we'll see what they yeah, do. Yeah, it's tough. One. I wouldn't be surprised if she finishes the fight, Caitlin. Yeah. Um, it's, it's tough on where you want to put your money yeah. on this one, whether on the underdog or the heavy favorite. <laughs> I'm not too sure. It looks like it's going to go over. It open, It's minus 900 to go over one and a half rounds, minus 600 to go over two and a half rounds. So this one looks like it's going the decision. The full distance, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Any other fights we need to touch on? What's going on with this Daniel Rodriguez-Gabe Green? Is one of them new to UFC? Um, or Gabe, uh, Gabe Green versus Daniel Rodriguez. Well, originally... Um, I think Rodriguez was supposed to fight someone else. Oh, okay, my head. Yeah. I think he was supposed to fight Kevin Holland. Okay, okay, but that he makes pulled sense. out. Yeah. Um, this is a this is a weird one. Yeah, because you are right. Gabriel Green is making his debut. <laughs> so it's a tough one to yeah. um, it's a, it's a tough debut for him, and this is his first fight in almost two years. <laughs> so this is so, a fight we should um, stay with the hell away from. It's too much, too much unknown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, well, um, I see. I think who? What was it? Rodriguez is the heavy favorite, isn't he? On this yeah, one, yeah, minus three fifty something. Yeah, yeah three fifty four. Yeah. I wouldn't bet on the underdog. I, I don't see Gabe winning this one at all. I think his shoulder injury forced him to miss two, nearly two years out. Um, so this is sort of his comeback fight, opening debut in the UFC. It's going to be a tough one because. He took it on a short notice and Rodriguez has been, you know, he's been training for a while. Um, he's well-rounded in the division, in the welterweight division. Yeah. He can do anything. His ground games is brilliant. His striking sort of game is brilliant. His timing of heavy shots early on will be a factor in that fight. So, yeah, I see I see Rodriguez win this one comfortably. It's not going to be a good debut for Gabe Green. No, 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 no. Oh, man. Yeah, it's another big favorite. We've got a lot of big favorites this one. Mm. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to touch on? Or are we good? Um, I think with the mo- well, with the uh, rest of the fights, what else were there? There was Tim Elliott versus Brandon Royval, Lu- uh, Luis Smolka versus Casey Kenny, Chris Gutierrez versus Vince Morales. I think with those sort of fights, um, I think I've gone for the favorites in all of them. Yeah. So I don't think there's it's worth putting money on the underdogs for any of these fights. I see Elliot winning this one via decision, Kenny versus um, Smoker winning this via decision. I think the rest go and Chris versus Vince go decision. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see any upset in these ones. Okay, well Chris and Vince are are is it's one another it's razor close. razor thin. Yeah, and yeah, looks like, looks like Chris opened up kind of the heavier favorite. Mm. And it's kind of normalized. It's minus 103 it was. Let me see. It's minus 105 for Chris, minus 107 for Vince now. Whew. It's neck and neck. 
it is neck and neck. Um, like I said, I'm going for uh, Chris via this one, but okay. it, it really is a tough one. I think Vince is 9-4. and four. Um, It's a tough one whether he can defeat a guy like Chris Gutierrez, but like you said, it's razor thin. Both have got good sort of um, striking ability. They've got they're both very versatile on that sort of aspect. Um, it's fifty-fifty. It's a flip of a coin, but yeah. But you still like Chris. You think you think I, I still favor Chris. In this. You think the opening line was right? That Chris is a bit of a slight favorite. Okay. Yeah, hundred okay. percent. Hey, there you go. All right. So is that it? Um, looking on it now, yeah. I think we've covered the whole card. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got pretty, it. Well, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Well, man, it was good to talk to you again, James. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's and what's your what's your one. what's your website name? What's your URL here? Um, my U it's obviously it's US um, UFC Deluxe. Uh, but the URL uh, it's let me just get it up here. It's UFCDeluxe.wordpress.com. I literally I'll give my predictions for fights or well for big pay per view fights. I'll also do daily roundups of news stats hit the um, UFC company and you know stuff you need to know and if there's big stories uh, like the recent one between Conor McGregor and Anderson Silva I know it's not going to happen but it's a big story I'll cover it yeah I'll there just cover go. anything in the UFC <laughs> there you go there it is right there alright man it was good to talk to you James it's great to talk to you too Marge, thank you for having me on again no problem talk to you later and you Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.